Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! It's time for another episode of Do Not Relent. We're still in spooky season, and the spookiest thing of all is we finally got an announcement date for patch 10.2. I'm Slide Whistle. It's... I mean, it's your boy, but like, uh, tis I, immunization, the vampire during my season. Also, like, the namesake of, of immunization. I am like double shotted up today. Got my flu shot and my COVID shot. So do that, everyone. Yes, it is very important that you go get your shots. I actually got my flu shot today, too. So two thirds of the DNR cast are immunized. I got my shot first. So uh, I was immunized first. Three for much. three. We'll get, get the COVID ones, too. True. Also, hello everyone. My name is Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire, and Horde Punching Bag. Thank you for engaging with this episode. Please stay tuned to the very end for words of affirmation. <laughs> I, I have like, I have recently cracked into Jada Pinkett Smith's Worthy <laughs> for the first DNR book club. Catch that uh, sometime on patreon.com slash do not relent. But yes. I have taken the steps to learn about myself and the woman inside me to prove that I am worthy. Yeah, don't don't worry about it, non-patrons. I mean, like, we, we're all in on this goof right now where we decided at the end of our last patron episode that we will be, or have already purchased Jada Pinkett Smith's Worthy and we'll be book clubbing it at some point. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's amazing. So I can't wait. I mean, I can wait because I do have the book and I haven't started reading it yet. So I guess I can wait. <laughs> I am 12 hours in. I am just giving myself all of the affirmations that I need. I feel like a new black woman. Well, we collectively as a World of Warcraft community have gotten some affirmations finally about when <laughs> 10.2 patch is coming out. Um, and that is, what, is, what was it, officially November 7th? Yes, November 7th, post-BlizzCon, we'll all fly home, and then we get to play the World of Warcraft. And actually, based on timing, most of us will have one day where we just get to sit with our hands under our cheeks and get to wait. Yeah, because they're doing that thing where November 7th, the patch itself is launching, but then November 14th is when like the new, new raid and Mythic Plus season, TVP season, I assume, comes out, as well as the class set appearances for a few, and... I think that, is that the main the main difference here between the first week and the second week? That's a good question. I'm actually not sure. They were talking about it at raid, and I wasn't paying attention, so <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, it seems like on November seventh we get like the the patch dropping, which is like the new zone of the Emerald Dream, um, a new faction for us to meet and start getting rep towards. Blood Elves and Druids get their customizations, which uh, Aaron I'm sure is very you know clawing, love it, clawing for, excited for it. I pawed through all of the Blood Elf hairstyles, and I'm like, hee 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 hee, I'm so glad we get these, despite the fact that I don't think the colored hair crowd is choosing Blood Elves. Blood Elves kind of strike me uh, as the symbol of the other, if you catch my drift. Uh, um, and then, of course, what we're looking forward to the most is uh, the Super Bloom, because we love these world events, everyone, right? <laughs> yeah, Super Bloom. Actually, you might love the Super Bloom more than you think. There's a game rant interview about it that I actually was reading earlier today. Oh, you know we love the interviews here. Hello. Um, is it one of those uh, Korean ones? It's not, unfortunately. There is a French one I have for later where they <laughs> just complain about lore <laughs> the entire interview. They're just like, um, well, what about this? <laughs> And they make Anne Stickney and somebody else answer these questions. Okay, well that could be something because you know you know these foreign interviews, especially the ones that for some reason need to be translated like from several languages and like things things get lost in the translation. Sometimes those ones give us like the weirdest amount of specific information that's not available anywhere else. Um, this so this interview about Super Blooms actually is about like just in general like world content and like what they got feedback from from players in Dragonflight. Um, we heard a lot of feedback about other public events recently, saying that they have not been soloable, and that they were difficult in smaller groups or low-population servers. 
they said once hype over an event dies down or a new one comes out, completing the old content can become really hard, which I mean you have experience with, right? <laughs> yeah, I have. Um in a lot of these events, but it's fine. I mean, like a lot of them I just like haven't really cared about. Although like I did have look so like you're probably talking about, like, my experience of these time rifts, right? <laughs> I was going to ask if they're even achievable at this point, considering 99% of time rifters have left. Yeah, so if you, uh, if y'all remember, like, at the beginning of time rifts, like, there are too many people, like, to the point where, like, I was unable to enter the time rift because apparently there's a cap of how many people were allowed in there, to the point where towards the end of my time in the time rifts, like, a few weeks ago, I don't know if it was just a shard I was on or what, but it was, like, literally me and one other person, some druid, that were doing the, just doing the tasks. And I was like, oh, well, maybe everyone's just, like, sitting around and waiting for the, the rift itself. Because, like, you know, I've been guilty of that before, too. But no, it was just the two of us. Just the two of us was the name of a single off of my husband Will's album, Big Willie Style which debuted July 20th, 1998. I want all of you to listen to Big Willie Style tonight and think about what the song and your relationship with other people means with your relationship with the world of Warcraft. And also, listen to Welcome to the Willennium, because that one's just a bop. That entered into the <laughs> rift together. And uh, I guess you can, it must scale or something, because the two of us were able to solo the boss in there, but it's kind of ridiculous. How long did that take you? I mean, I guess you probably did scale if it wasn't like blistering 25 minutes or anything. Weirdly enough, it didn't feel like it took longer than like when there were like 40 people in there, so it must just scale to the number of people hitting it. Well, that's nice, at least. <laughs> um, but so they in ten two they 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 basically were like, so we're we're trying to make the super blooms different. We we want to make sure that they're soloable. They say, so they're like Spruce Crown. I don't know if that's the name of the NPC, the big tree guy. I don't know. Gives you a buff called Lone Wolf's Courage. You're trying to do this alone. Good for you. Have this massive buff. You get really strong and really powerful, so you're actually able to solo the elite. It only happens if you have a couple of people, or if you're completely alone. As soon as other people join, the buff does not happen. It's just to help those smaller groups still have that epic moment, blah, 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 blah. So, they're doing something. But, again, so, like, I don't know. Does, are they gonna, is, is the formula really changing, or are they just adding a tree man that gives you a buff? Like, <laughs> is it gonna be the same system listen this is three world events in one um so i guess that, that's for one of them uh, I, I assume that's the one where you have to like es escort him right and then things attack him yeah that to fight sounds them off. correct yeah that that's the escort one i mean i won't fully knock it until i try it it's just i haven't been the biggest fan of these world events but we'll see i will be doing it at least once i have eaten crow and that's not just a nod towards my distrust of druids i have eaten crow before because i said oh this last one dream surges they're gonna be a big stinky and as passive events it was okay it was fun enough it was easy enough to do so i'm willing to i'm in the upswing now i'm willing to accept a new world event and when it hurts me then i'll be in the low point again you know, this next one, maybe it's going to be everything we've ever dreamed of, dream searched of. It's going to take the best aspects and put them together. They they, they were changing how they're, they also said how they want to shy away from just kill <laughs> killing rares, which I'm just good because that's all we've been doing for a while. And I guess, you know, if we keep getting more like dragon flying cool things like the dream search ones let us do, then I'm OK with it. Just different things other than kill man. Aw, but I like killing man. <laughs> I like just sitting there and mashing button for 15 seconds and then clicking on him and then waiting three minutes to mash buttons somewhere else. If anything, you know, we need <laughs> we need to return to the days of the Forbidden Reach or the days of Corthia. I need too many men. I was going to say specifically, are you referring to kill man, not just kill man, but kill man in cave? Yes, I'm saying... I'm tired. People are like, we just go around and we kill all the guys. I'm saying, start spawning too many guys. 
make it where I have to make a conscious choice of like, oh, beans, which guy am I going to? How soon did Garbalon and his cave come up? Because you know if you go all the way down in the underwater cave and come up, if you were not there when that thing first spawned, you will not be killing it. And you're just wasting your time. And now Ookbeard is already halfway dead. I mean, I'm sure the, I'm sure this, like, uh, the Forbidden Reach currently is probably just all the rares up at all times because nobody's killing them. We could make this happen now. We could, we could go back now and enjoy the Forbidden Reach alone. What do you guys say? <laughs> I mean, I'm fully down to clown. My, my man, Bloopert, needs some skills because I tried playing him the other day and that was rough. I Which have... one's Bloopert again? Bloopert is the name of my dragon. He's the name of my evoker. And I have literally no understanding of what to do anything on this man. I was <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to cue as him to do the the headless horseman and answer the age old and by age I mean one week old question of how do they wear masks? Is it on top of their nose or at the end of their snout? And I just couldn't get it. I was trying to kill stuff while I was waiting. And I was like, this is too weird, too weird. I'm just going to get someone else to tell me. Disintegrate. I didn't even know which one that was. It also didn't help that it was like, you got to set all your talents. And so I just click stuff. And then when I hit OK, like 17 buttons descended onto my bar. So I was like, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> it was shamanistic levels of like, oh, these guys got too many buttons. It's always the hardest part of like trying out a new class or a new spec and like just trying to figure out what buttons are matter and where to put them on your bars and like ugh, ugh. I've I've been trying I've been having these struggles with like my my mage which I just got to max level finally I, you know this week I finally uh, decided to get an alt going <laughs> class, this class, week class. of all weeks there's how many weeks until the next patch is one two three three weeks. This is time to do it, right? Because you can get your time walking gear through. Oh, this I just realized only have you can get your to get mount? my fucking legendary. Jesus, I can't fucking get my mount. This is something that I realized <laughs> this week. Um, <laughs> we talked about this in like in our in our group private group chat, the three of us, and like DN Army. Did the three the three of us ever talk about this turbulent time waves achievement that like if you do like if you get like the buff for completing them like. For five weeks in a row, then you get a mount apparently, but like, it and an achievement. Um, and if you miss any of them, then it's just like it's Jover, I guess. I don't know. I do not remember talking about this. I remember looking at the achievement thing, and I was like, uh, I don't know if I want this. <laughs> but being like, oh, I don't know <laughs> if I can even get this. Yeah, I saw it, someone on the news, someone on the CNNs or the MSNBCs talking about like, hey, Turbulent Timeways is coming up. And I I did not pay any heed, heed any attention to it. But I just happened to be leveling guys and saw I was three out of five at the right time. So now I'm four out of five. So I will be the DNR representative to get the brown shale wing it's the same thing we've gotten 15 million of and i'm pretty sure this is the same shade of brown as one of the zerolic caverns ones it's such a waste you know that's the thing that like i if i would have known that like turbulent timeways had this attached to it i would have been like actually going for it you know i just like achievements like that and an extra mount is always fine on my path to x amount of mounts but I don't know. I, when I heard Turbulent Time Waves, and I think we even said like it was coming back, I just assumed that like it was excited, supposed to be exciting enough that it's just five weeks of time walking in a row, you know? Yeah, I can't tell if I glossed over it because the word Turbulent Time Waves was used for the achievement, or like Mastery of the Turbulent Time Waves, or if they just didn't do a good job advertising it. But I feel like if they wanted people to be playing during this time period, why not just blast it? Hey, get them out. Do, do four dungeons every week and get them out. And there was no, the, the only way to mark your progress in it is to look at the achievement list. You could have easily thrown a dragon in the Valdraken Square who's like, boy, oh boy, do I have something to give to you, but you'll have to earn it. And then have it be like a quest you have to pick up, but notify people that it's happening. Yeah, you have to go through. The only reason I knew it was happening was when Immune was already locked out of it. Yeah, I mean, like, literally, they could have even buried it at the end of the 
quest journal or like the adventure guide because like Aaron finds everything that's in there even if you have to scroll <laughs> 55 pages through it you know the thing is they kept giving me coins for a little bit to look at it so every day I come back and be like do I get more money do I get like instead of gold I get one myrrh which is worth less <laughs> but so do you guys think that this achievement for this t- t- turbulent time waves thing is going to be like a feat of strength or do you think it's not in the feat of strength section um i wonder if it'll be added there after this is over or if like we will be able to do this like next time they have this, this like special five week event or whatever i this might be it i don't know something strikes me i'm on the opposite side of the coin Something strikes me that, yeah, it's just here is something to get whenever they decide to do the Turbulent Timeways event, which they do every year for five weeks at a time. Something tells me it's just a new standard, and then even when we're out of the dragon flight and people will be like, what the hell is this? You'll still get your shale wing. I, I, I do love that they chose... Like they like a potato shell wing. Like it's so ugly. The color is so funny. I mean, like maybe that it's part of his beauty that you know, Aaron, you're gonna have one of the like ugliest mounts in existence. You know, flaunt yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I never got. I never went back and got the Abarus achievement mount, which was just another shell wing. So hey, we're they were just making up for lost time. Shell wing in, shell wing out. That's what they say down in Dream Grove. Do y'all do y'all like how we've been like? slowly reprogging on heroic raid again like one night a week you <laughs> <laughs> guess you're right it has been a slow prog as we like get through that second half i'm always like all right guess i'll switch characters because if i don't then we're gonna be ending this night a whole lot earlier <laughs> yeah that's what i had to do we actually did make it to oh god i think we made it like five bosses in and i was on booty atw and i was like this is pretty cool and then, yeah, we were going to Zaskarn, and I was like, well, I want these people to live their dreams, so, eh. Also, a lot of it, and I'm a big enough boy now that I've killed some bosses to say, I don't get people who can actively go between melee and range. I'm just a range boy. I don't understand what you guys do up next to the guy. Oh, and, like, I was healing for a bit, too. Until we realized that we just needed more damage. Um, And you could definitely see the people who are used to playing range and then are on a melee alt because they get hit by everything. Yep, yeah. (laughs) That was was certainly me, too. I was heroic leaping into things. I was like, oh, man, I have to click a button and then I have to organize where I'm going to go. I much prefer just slapping a button and it's just like, and I'm there. I'm gone. Hey, I only died like three times to... (laughs) spinning men <laughs> tried to kill me with their melee guile yeah i know i this is like these are reasons i never play melee so but yeah our little dinky one night raid is reclimbed back up to the gates of echo and i'm like nope once we're at echo we're done everybody pack it up we don't yeah, have the damage there's there is no need for this ragtag group of children to some of these guys wearing blues to even pretend to fight Echo of Neltharion and Sarkarath. It's like, you guys are going to get rid of these guys in three weeks anyways. No one's gearing up a new alt. Let's just have fun while we can have fun. I, I thought it was really funny how, like, we, we had maybe, like, 25 minutes left in the raid night when we downed um, Magmarax and had the potential to, like, make our way down to Echo, and immediately, like, split a split second after Magmarax fell down, uh, Side was like, well, that's a pretty good place to end, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we're not fucking, I'm not wasting my 30 minutes with that. I don't think so. Man, and, like, so, like, I killed Sarkarath this week, no fucking legendary, and, like I said earlier, I, I might, this is it, like, the weeks are closing in, I only got, realistically, I think it's two more weeks, because... The 24th is the next reset, the 31st is one after that, and then the 7th is when the patch drops. So I have two <laughs> two weeks. So dumb. Do you think there's going to be like evoker-only groups still farming um, <laughs> it for the legendary at the beginning of the new patch even? I mean, probably, because the, the quest line is still unique and still has things, you know, to do. It's just going to be a, I feel like a lot harder to convince people to make the stuff when we have new things to make and we're doing other things, but I guess we'll see. And the eye level of this the legendary will still be good for a decent amount of time into the next patch, right? Yeah, it's like I forget what eye level. Well, like, what's our gear right now? Like, 
four four it's like four seventy, I think. Or four sixty? Yeah, I mean like my two mains eye level average is like four forty something, so who knows? Uh we got uh, a blog post from <laughs> from them. The the World of Warcraft posted and it was talking about Guardians of the Dream, introducing things that are coming. It says in Guardians of the Dream there'll be more opportunities to dash, dive, and dip. Nice. Through the skies and the saddle and the saddle, your favorite dragon with new and challenging content. Okay, so like they're just like we got new glyphs. I think we, we already discussed these when they're on the PTR, but we got what, swift skimming, which basically is ground skimming, but it can now occur while you're going fast. So you so basically you're we're gonna be going even faster if you're already good at ground skimming. After using aerial halts, gravity's effects are reduced for four seconds. Okay, never using that. And then second wind, which gives you more vigor. You you get to recharge one vigor every three minutes, and you have three mm. charges of it. So like basically just you know to fill the gaps in between any potential slowdowns or hitting the wall. And they talked about a new mount coming, a new skin, one of the new dragons. It's a giant fairy dragon. Yeah, it's a big, a big goopy Barney looking motherfucker. And I know we've we must have seen large fairy dragons before, but I he frightens me. I don't. Oh, is this the guy? Huh? Why does it frighten you? Are you afraid of his dragon? I swear, for I was looking at. A, the model I was looking at was like Puck or whatever the one from Heroes of the Storm. Like it was like a bigger him. It was a bigger, goofier him. Oh, these are cool. Are these going to be like skins on one of the other ones? Or are these like going to be their own thing now? So this is the whimsical whimsy Drake. It basically it kind of looks how to train your dragon fairy dragon ish. And they say, as you continue the campaign, venture into the Emerald Dream, to the portal in the Ancient Bow, and speak with Marithra to receive your new flourishing Whimsy Drake mount and a slew of opportunities to earn colorful customizations along the way. These playful protectors of the Emerald Dream may be larger than their fairy dragon relatives, but they are no less mischievous. Now, so it says we're getting a mount, but then here you see it flying... Through dragon flying rings, so well. I mean, tech. Well, technically, aren't they still considered mounts, even though they're dragon riding mounts? I guess the grotto is right, the Netherwing grotto or whatever. I think they yeah. all are technically. Yeah, they're they're all they're all considered mounts. They're in your mount book. You, I think you can. Actually, I don't know because I don't think you can summon them in like stormwind i feel like they need to give them a different tab because i really hate going to my collections tab and then at the top it's just like 10 mounts i can't use because i'm in stormwind right and Mm -hmm. then dragon flying mounts i don't want those up there like (laughs) get out of here oh okay we also got some new tea about some courses dragon flying courses coming our way we got the yasera invitational sorry the yasera invitational smoldering sprint veridescent venture shoreline switchback canopy concourse and the emerald amble and with that comes new titles um so th- we can get dream racer which is complete the course in goal time on normal advance and reverse and okay that's a great title honestly and then we got Emerald Ace. Ooh, complete the course in the gold time bracket on all challenge and reverse challenge races. Okay, so two titles. I'll take it. <laughs> I appreciate the inclusivity, but not fully inclusive yet. Only the green aces are let in right now, but hey, maybe they can pull us up later. Pull you up by your own bootstraps. Oh, he's bootstrap Bill! There you go, everyone. I know people were writing in. They said... Aaron, your show's pretty neat, but when are you going to throw out a random Pirates of the Caribbean 3 reference? There you go. I would love to know who those people are and if they're real. They very much are. I met them in the brand new Headless Horseman dungeon. Okay, so I did that today. Did you, did you, you did it obviously. I mean, did you do it at all? Uh, no, I haven't played yet today because didn't all of them just start today? 
Yeah, uh, it sorry, started. Y- it started yesterday, actually. So, gamers game. Hmm, did you sorry, um, did you turn on your hard mode, Aaron, when you were in there? I, you know what, the first time I didn't because, and you're gonna laugh at me because it's incredibly obvious, but I didn't see all the wickermen to the left when you run in. So the first time I did it, but yes, eventually I did turn on all my hard mode buffs. You'll see in the notes that I put hard in quotations. It was more just annoying mode. Wait, you turned them all on or just you went to the one? I turned them all on. I I got the achievable to beat the boss with all four of them on. But I don't know if that boss fight is just devoid of mechanics anyways. And it's just a big sponge. But the things he had you doing were not exactly the the most difficult boss mechanics. I feel like I faced harder stuff on, like, just heroic. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is just a holiday dungeon. I can't imagine it's going to be, like, a Mythic 20. But so, so the curses that you get, there's four curses, which, what, Ember Curse, Curse Enemies Emit Shadow Flame Around Their Location, Each Blast Inflicts a Stack, Curse Hothead, Curse Enemies Suffer Dark Hallucinations, Manifest Thinks so You Were Seeing Things, Right? Moving to Them Dispels It. Shadow Curse, Insidious Cackle, Shackles the Souls of Curse Enemies in Fear, so you were slowed down. Is that what that means? Yeah. And, Which well, is probably or, a big detriment I, when you can just shimmer. I be, Well, actually, I believe at one point it's it goes on you, and you have a few seconds to run out, and then it creates the ever-so-famous, you're a really scared ghost, and your really scared ghost will start walking towards the Headless Horseman. So you have to nuke them down, but, like, I would kill mine with, like, two Scorches, which anyone who's played a Fire Mage knows Scorch is actually the, the the weakest move you can do. So I was like, okay. A lot of times he would do it to, like, two or three people at a time, and I would do one Dragon's Breath, and I'd be like, okay, done. So if you are doing this, people listening to me talking right now, you probably want to enable the curses if you know you'll be fine, which, I mean, you're probably going to be fine anyway. I don't know. Unless you get a shit healer. I guess, but because according to Zinsis, a blue post says, uh, somebody asks, is there an increased chance on the first kill of the day for the Headless Horseman mount? And they respond, yes. And the first drop of the day receives a bonus likelihood that will scale with the number of curses you apply. So the more curses you put on yourself, the more chances you have to get lootable items from the loot-filled pumpkin. Yeah, and there are new things this year. I believe Arfis is new, right? Arfis yes. from Hearthstone made his way on down to the World of Warcraft. It's a cute little Lich King puppy. You also get an increased chance at getting the scary Hollow's End pumpkin back piece for your crackhead dragon. Oh yeah, we have a Velasa Drake uh, appearance thing for Hollow's End that drops now as well. Which cool. I did get, which was a slap oh. in the face considering I ran Corin Dire Brew like probably 30 times and never once got a whiff of the Brewfest armor. But like the second time I did this, I got the Crackhead Dragons one. I was like, oh, come on. I don't want to use him. Did you ever mention that you finally got the other Brewfest mount that you're looking for? Oh, no, I didn't. Hey, everyone. It's a month and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm drinking beer. Uh, I got the Brewfest Kodo. And not only that, he was the last one to do it because me and Immune finished off ours, like, what, like... Years ago. <laughs> no, like, we both got our last one this year, too. Oh, but if we're, like, a month and a half ago now talking about Brewfest again... I, I think I said this in the in the Discord, but never on the show. But you can join our Discord by going to do not roll yeah, I was stockpiling a bunch of my Brewfest tokens, and I was going to, like, just make my way back to Ironforge before the end of it and spend them, because, like, there's still some shit that I need. And I had, like, almost 400-some stockpiled by and I was like, okay, I'm going to head over, and then I just forgot, and they just disappear. I, I feel like they should at least let you, like, keep the tokens, like, in your bag, right? <laughs> That's so many tokens to lose out on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess why do they go away? Like, why can't we just hang on to them for next year? Just don't let me spend them. Like, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Just be they're they're useless currency until next Brewfest. But yeah, let me stockpile them so then I can come back next year and be like, oh, I'm already halfway there. That should be something 
we ask, maybe, okay, at BlizzCon, if we can corner somebody, I think that should be one of the questions we try to get to the bottom of. Why is the holiday currency the way it is right now? Because it makes no sense. Because it's like, we can't spend it anyways unless it's that time. So it's like, why, if we, like, forgot to send them like I did, why are they all just gone forever? Like, let me, like, put them in the bank. Or better yet, just make all currencies just in your currency tab and not in your bags. Yeah, why does the reoccurring holiday currency, which will come back, will be useful, why does that go away when pre-expansion bucks, uh, those are very much permanent. Those cannot be used or sold, only destroyed. I can only imagine it's probably a very low complaint rate, because people that are farming it probably do it immediately, you know what I mean? But... Yeah, like shit happens. Like, what if, uh, what if you forget like immune? <laughs> Listen, I was just being lazy because making your way back to Ironforge isn't like uh, a quick ordeal, you know. Like making your way to the vendors that sell these things is it's not like as quick as if it was just like in Veldraken in the main hub. But also, Brewfest ended on a weird ass day too. It like wasn't like on a reset day. It wasn't like <laughs> it's like in the middle of the week and like not at the end of the month either. I was like, huh, okay, I guess this just ends on a random Thursday afternoon. Like, not not even, like, server daily reset time. They know you're hungover and you're going to Brewfest. <laughs> but but speaking of current holidays, we're for- fast-forwarding to where we current are, currently are, rather. One of the last things that you can get in your mythical magical pumpkin is a Scarlet Key. Did you get one? I did get one. And what they are is if you hike all the way back to our beloved home, away from home, the Scarlet Monastery, it allows you to turn a magic switch, which turns all of the mop-era dungeons into the classic-era dungeons. But this is my official report. What's the point? Commander Linden is not in them. There is no point to go back to the old ones let the linden versions are better oh interesting so okay so this has never never been done before so basically this key just gives you access to the old dungeon like the, yeah it's why, just, it just, why do i need it a key changes, for that it changes where you load into the dungeon so normally you walk in and it's new click this switch and it's like no they're all old oh it's, so you can go oh, it's a key ring front. it's a key ring not a switch that's that's great that's 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 classic lore right there yes, this is yes, weird yes. though i wonder if this means that like in the future we're going to get something really weird like time walking that's just for dungeons that don't exist in the current game or something like that because there's quite a few of them half the pig dungeons or like the razor fen dungeons were changed um, there's a guide here that I found that has a bunch of, I guess there's a bunch of, like, loot you can only get from this dungeon, obviously, because, you know, it's a dungeon. Um, but there's, like, a lot of, like, ex- exclusive colors, I guess, and there's, let's see, one, two, there's at least, like, five or six unique, straight-up unique color and items in here. Um, there's, like, two unique, straight-up unique model weapons, so I guess the whole point is you just farm it. Oh my god, there's scrolls. There's so many! Guys, there's so many unique yes, bottles. Because also, it's very... E- because it did not increase in difficulty. It's not like it's like, you get to experience them in 2023! It's like, they're still set to 2004 levels. They're, they're, you're so above them if you're at max level that the guys don't attack you. The bosses don't even. You just go in there, punch them in the gut once. And then it's like, okay, taking my stuff and headed home. I did control F unique, unique and there are seven straight up unique models that you can't get anywhere else on gear and then there's seven unique recolors that are just different colors of models you can't get anywhere else. So hey, maybe I uh, go shake that key ring. Go shake that key ring at the door. The my only complaint and it may or may not be I have not ventured back because if Lynn if Lynn is not there, what's the point? But I unlocked it on Booty ATW, I got the physical key. I don't know if that works for all of the characters that you have. You may. It does. Oh, it does. Never mind. Rescind all of that. Yeah, I guess all characters on your account gain access to the old Scarlet Monastery. Ooh, the old Scarlet Monastery. That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. It just it feels weird. I mean, like 
I'm glad it's a thing. But also, like, I don't know. Isn't that, like, imagine you come back to WoW and it's, like, the day after Hollow's End ends. And you're like, hey, Blizzard, can I go do Old Scarlet Monastery? And they're like, were you around for Halloween? And they're like, no. And they're like, well, we'll see you next year then, bitch. Well, (laughs) well, it's a very limited market. But according to Last TV on Twitter, who was a loser and didn't try hard enough, uh, they are. You can sell them. Oh, so I'm sure there are. Pe- I'm sure there are people who are running this over and over, getting key after key and putting them on the market. And because literally all it does is change the dungeons, I think Lest TV on day one bought his for like thirty gold. Okay, well then there you go, everybody. That's the real key. It's always in the comments. Go buy it for thirty gold from the auction house. If it was thirty when he first bought it, or when they first bought it, it's probably like what, like five now, one silver. Yeah, yeah. It was like I said, it was day one, which was two days ago, when Last TV on Twitter was buying it. You know, I wonder if, like, um, well, obviously, you can only get these from this Halloween event, right? So, come, like, August or something, like, is the economy going to dry up for them and people are going to try, like, uh, <laughs> like selling them for higher? Is this going to be less keys? Okay, the real secret. Hang on to your keys, everybody. Buy up the market. <laughs> Don't Buy up the market. use them. Don't use them. Just keep buying them. <laughs> Can you buy the entire market of key putter-uppers? I mean, if, if they're, they're cheap, it, it, it's possible, right? There is no way that this will be my Midnight Salmon. I am in it to win it. <laughs> speaking of winning, uh, Charlie Sheen. And speaking of Sheen, let's check out the Sheen on the new weapon of my good friend Growlina. Winning. Welcome all to Growl on the Prowl. I'm bumming it up here in the Plaguelands, asking folks the hardest of questions. Such as my pal, Regulateer. Reggie, when are we gonna clean this dang place up, huh? The Plaguelands, you mean? Yeah, we've had a bunch of major revamps. When's this place gonna be, you know, unplagued? Well, its destruction is pretty lore important. Huge WC3 lore and everything. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, I get it. I've seen the reign of chaos. I saw the gray block guys attacking the T-posing demons. All I'm saying is, enough is enough. This place is nasty, and I feel like we should clean it up. It's ruining the Eastern Kingdoms. Well, the Plague Lands are important to the Forsaken and Blood Elf stories. Changing them to be just the lands would really ruin the vibes they're going for. Wait, 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 wait. That horde slime is in charge of fixing things over here? Well, no wonder everything's still scuffed. We need some proper alliance muscle to come in and fix things. So this is my call to action. Alliance friends, let's come up, do our part, pick up at least one piece of trash or detached zombie limb every time we come by and we'll have this place spick and span in a jiffy. And maybe, while we're here, we can saw off the northern part of the island, you know, where the Horde lives. Just, you know, make it a better place. I've been Growlina, and I'm leading the way. It was after the birth of our first child, Jaden, that I realized that motherhood was so important to Will. Oh, I'm sorry, I was citing my favorite chapter, Chapter 11, Little Gurus. Little Gurus? Yes, because her children teach her so much about what it means to be a woman. You know, I'm really mad at Mike Myers for making me think of the love guru whenever I hear the word guru ever. <laughs> Just spoils me. It is you know definitely <laughs> the, the millennial's gateway to the phrase guru. Well, you know what I thought of for some fucking reason? Like, um, RuPaul has a book as well, and it's called Guru. Like, you know. 
Wow. That's not, I mean, I guess, but that's not even like it's because the the word guru is just G U R U. So all she did was throw a hyphen in there. Yeah, guru. If anything, it should have been G O O hyphen ru to be like I deal with a lot of goo in my day. <laughs> the oil I get from my fracking empire. Is this us being back? Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Okay, so okay, so I just wanted to make sure before I mention like actual non wow things. <laughs> um, you, you think I just quote worthy just in my free time? Hey, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> you, Maybe I'm a before. changed you woman. Um. So, did you do any of the quests that come with Hollow's Eve yet? Any of like? Yes. The, okay. I I yes, started I them. I started to do them. I am currently out there fighting ghosts out in the wildy, um, but I haven't made it very far b- before we had to record. Well, I mean, it's tough because it's just a little holiday quest, so yeah. it's, I'm not like, it's not like you, got, crazy. you gotta you gotta put everything into it. But, it's but nice. it was yeah, it was it was neat enough. It's just for anyone who doesn't know who like sort of what the headless horseman is about. It gives you a brief synopsis of like. There's a ghost. Something bad happened. Ah, oh, the Scarlet Crusades here, and they have something to do with the ghost. Ah, oh, we gotta put an end to that ghost. And that's it. Yeah. Um. I think, I do think they're gonna have to at some point update their quest markers, because like obviously, whenever you go to Stormwind, right, there's a lot of quest markers, and you're like, well, I know that most of you guys are ignorable, and like you can filter that stuff off, right? Like you can filter so like low quests don't appear. But I don't know. Around Hollow's End, I'm like. I've already done, like, five exclamation marks before. Why are these back? And then there's that one new exclamation mark that it was hard to tell if it was new or not, you know? So it, it took me a bit to get out there. <laughs> you know, sometimes it really fucks me up when, like, I log on to an alt in Veldraken and see, like, that, like, purple-pink, like, triangle quest mark one. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that they've made these new ones. That one's honestly, I think that one's too much. They, I think they need to change that one, too. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what the answer is here, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like they just need. They need to ask me, "Hey, Aaron, this is an alt. Are you gonna go and do all of like the stuff you did before? Just give me like a thing I can turn on or off. Because yeah, I'm tired of Booty Hew being like, let's get ready for my warrior adventures.' And like Mela High Mountain comes up to me and be like, "Bane's acting strange," and I'm like, "I'm never gonna do that one again, guy." <laughs> or like the serene. The serene spa patron is like, how come the line's so backed up? And I was like, do you really think I'm ever going to do that quest chain ever again? <laughs> but they're they're current quests, so I can't just like turn them off on my map. I just have to sit there and dodge them as I talk to weightlifting dragon, who actually does have a weekly quest I'm interested in. Or like even on my hunter, because I because I did the quest with Chandris on my priest like mm-hmm. i i log i log on to my hunter and then it's just like shanders is like hey champion please please listen to that's, me and that's like, another no. one is i swear and usually they only do this for the beginning of an expansion dragonflight has so many quests where it's like hey have you done this one no we put it back in your books for you even at the point of i don't know how i get to the dragonflight without talking to the little dwarf lady and riding the boat but every single alt, I have to have that one just hidden. Because if I go, actually, no, I'm not. I don't want to do it right now. I go into a load zone, and it's like, hey, you should go to the dwarf, the Dragon Isles. And I'm like, girl, where do you think I am right now? They gotta catch up, much like the French need to catch up. That's right, France. I'm talking to y'all. I know y'all listen, but we have. Damn, 2023 is a year of political unrest, and Slidewhistle is picking fights with the French now. But of our, our oldest ally that we will fight to the death. Anyway, um, so a French gaming website, Millennium, interviewed lead narrative designer Anne Stickney from, you know, from Blizzard Watch and assistant lead quest designer Catherine Bankson. Honestly, that has to be one of the coolest fucking titles a human being could have on this planet. Assistant lead quest designer. How sick does that sound on a resume? Um... It's like one of those uh, long titles that uh, I'm like, oh, I just want to put on the longest title possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But let me take it. So, so this was translated from Fran from French to English. So uh, I don't know. I can't tell if all of these questions seem ruder because of the mistranslation or just because I know they're French. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say you've already revealed that they're French, which means that they, yeah, they're just mean. So even Wowhead like gave this little preface and said. Rather than many interviews which focus on gameplay or technical aspects, these questions address some lore inconsistencies and questions raised by recent events. Please keep in mind that our coverage has also been translated from its original French. They're also like, alright guys, listen, <laughs> here's a preamble. The first question they asked was, At the end of the quest linked to the Dungeon of the Dawn of the Infinite, Alexstrasza informs us of Farak's imminent attack on Amid on Amirdrasil, and that we must warn Marithrithra. How can she know when, at this point in history, everybody was unaware that was his plan? It's like it's almost like political like gotcha questions. Yeah, it is kind of funny actually. <laughs> but Anne, Anne says, "Well, there's a cutscene that plays at the end of the dungeon during which Norris Dormu talks to Alexstrasza, and Norris Dormu mentions that he only sees fiery clouds. After that, Alexstrasza simply matches the element she has in her possession and supposes that those flames can be Ferrek. I love that she's like, "Well, if you watch a cinematic, you will see <laughs> French people. If you if you actually played the game, Senor Snail, Mad Mademoiselle." wrong she really hit him with uh per my last email <laughs> so this next question is even funnier because even i was sitting here reading this like bro even i know the answer to this and i don't care about blood elves they're saying bringing new customizations for playable race is a great addition to dragonflight however this seems to bring a lot of errors in quotes to the npcs in the game for example i have already seen many blood elf guards with blue eyes do you manage the implementation of NPC customizations to avoid errors? Can we fear that Minari Paladins will one day be visible by mistake? And so some <laughs> Catherine Bankson, assistant quest designer, was like, Blood Elves can have blue eyes now. It's it's not just a customization available to players. Yeah, didn't they, is, that's what, didn't they, yeah. they? They kicked that in, like, TVC when they, yes. they cured themselves. They, huh. they literally said, because like the whole thing is, if you don't know, somehow, Blood Elves drink fell because they're crackheads. They drink fell, their eyes became green. Once they broke that fell connection, they said their eyes would slowly begin to turn to other colors and stop being green. So, like, the Minari Paladin, I can I kind of see a case for, but basing this whole thing around Blood Elves with blue eyes tells me this person has not been paying attention to anything in this game for a long time. Classic WoW complainers. Because, like, literally, that's all, like, their examples are just like, yeah, we've said, we've said once the fell is gone, they're going to be able to do other things. Like, it's not that big of a deal. As much as I wish that they were still crackheads, because it is still a very funny thing that I call them when I go cruising through Blood Elf neighborhoods. But, unfortunately, I'm just in the wrong. I was going to say, you can't really cruise through Blood Elf neighborhoods because you have to, like, go through a loading screen and then you can't fly. <laughs> When I calmly walk through the loading screen, through the ghost lands to eventually end up there, I call them names. And then they beat me up because I can't leave because they shut down <laughs> my magic. Man, these French were giving them a hard fucking time. Patch 10.2 clearly echoes patch 4.2 of Cataclysm. Tindrell replaces Fandrell as leaders of the Druid of the Flame, for example. Where do you want to go with such a creative process for the story? Do you think Legacy is about reproducing the past? <laughs> Chill the fuck out. Jesus. It, like, it's a it's a vague enough, or like a, a question, a valid question. But yeah, what a very <laughs> and French way to put it. Like, you haven't even played the patch, Frenchman, and I know you haven't. So how do you even know that it's like an exact replica? Like, there's, yeah, there's like odes, obviously, but I don't know. Come on, Frenchman. It's like, I don't know, maybe since the Druid of the Flame are making a f appearance for the first time since then, like, it's gonna have some story beats that resemble then the last time that they were there. It's like, 
how much of that is just like continuity <laughs> i love that Anne was on this because she's like i don't know if necessarily about reproducing the past or just bringing a new perspective by evolving a narrative arc we defeated Fandron Cataclysm, but we didn't truly sanitize all the druids to flame. The sword dispersed. Now they're back. They have a new leader. It isn't that crazy, basically. <laughs> She's just kind of like, whatever, bitch. Like, it's how writing works. We couldn't help but notice that <laughs> the night elves are still in the narrative. Mm. When are they going to go? We <laughs> Aren't we done with them? Bonsoir. I don't know, that's wacky and crazy, but it sure makes me excited for 10.2. Mostly because I never went through Cataclysm, so hey, it's a first time for me. I don't I don't really think it's going to be even a direct callback, but I I think this we finally nailed out why this guy is so mad. Um, he says, I have a feeling that there are serious context issues in the initiation of certain expansions. For example, in the context of the awakening of the Dragon Islands... It's non-existent in the game, even though Steve Denuser revealed it to me during a previous interview. Is this on purpose? Oh, uh, do, do you think? Do you think? Do you think Pierre had like special information from three years ago? What and is then, he like, even saying? I don't even get the question. They never let him reveal his secret information. Steve fed him like a dud. Or like he told all of his friends, and they're like, "Come on, Pierre, that's not real." I was like, "Come on, I swear, you guys, will, I swear." Yeah, you never, you guys. I swear they're gonna. All the dragon guys are gonna pick us up by our haunches and fly us there. And then like he was just waiting for the Drakthir to pick him up by his arms. And when it didn't happen, he was like, Steve lied to me. So rereading his question, because I mean, yeah, because you're saying, like, what's he talking about? He says, for example, the context of the awakening of the Dragon Isles is non-existent in game. He's basically saying we're not seeing the Dragon Isles wake up, which is like, that's the whole beginning of the game, which Catherine Bankson says. She's like, uh, I, th- I think we showed the awakening of the islands. You even played through it during the Dragonflight pre-patch. You saw the cinematics of the Islands Awakening. Like, <laughs> it- it's also it's also tough because the Dragon Isles was sort of pitched as like it's a sleepy little village where nothing was happening for 10,000 years. But that's not true. Like a lot of the civilizations there were still doing stuff. We just didn't know about it. So like I'm sure this person is mad that like how come all the dragons are walking around Veldraken and they have little stores and stuff? I thought this place just woke up last month. And it's like, well, no, all the dragonkin were living their lives. They just never left the island. Hey, I love this. This is this is like if like a, a WoW podcast who like didn't know what they were talking about, which by the way is a lot of them, were given an interview and we're just like complaining about things that just weren't even true. It's like if Azeroth Roundtable had an interview with them and they'd just be like, well, I thought you said that this was true. And they'd be like, here's 18 examples of it being true, my dude. Like, what's going on? There's literally like five more questions where they're just being a bitch and just being like, uh, the primalist came out of nowhere. Like, just like, like almost random picks. <laughs> like, what do you want from a video game? Like, I don't understand. Like, what? And that's the thing. Wild players don't know either. So I feel like that even in the same interview, they're like, why are there callbacks to Cataclysm? You're reusing content. And then, like, two questions later, they're like, why are these new people here we don't know anything about? Right, exactly. It's, it's, they've been doing the same shit forever as far as WoW fans bringing up this specific point. It harkens back to, like, the jump from, like, or, like, Legion. It's like, really, the Burning Legion again? Had, hadn't we already done that one? And then, like, you go into Shadowlands, and it's like, the world of death? <laughs> I never wanted that. Me, Dave. Why are we talking about it? <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking wacky. The last thing I'll say about the French people in this interview is they did complain about the humor. They said that there's too much humor that takes away from the narrative. And I'm like, I'm trying to think like, okay, when was the last time we had a big lack of humor in WoW? Oh, right. Shadowlands. Like, what do you want? <laughs> you want you want Torgas? Like, even the... The last three in a row have been incredibly dire. Like, even, like, BFA, which was serious as a gunshot, the silliest thing that happened was Mechagon, and Mechagon opens with you going into a room where people are eviscerated by lasers. <laughs> yeah. Like, as much as there are some 
there's some silly business in Dragonflight, which I'm like, it didn't land. Like, didn't laugh, not funny. I much appreciate that over, like, yeah, things just being incredibly dire, having, like, people set on fire, people, ugh, I don't know. I don't know. I also feel like dragons, and especially we're going to, like, the Emerald Dream now, I feel like, I don't know. Let it be a little whimsical. That's just what it is, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like dragons allow you to have full control of whimsy. Like you can go so many levels when you introduce dragons to shit. So like, take advantage of it. I don't know. The French, we we've known for years, the French don't like playing fun video games. They like playing their little sacre blue chess, and they like playing their little avant-garde checkers. That's all they do. <laughs> Aren't those the same game? Yes. Oui, <laughs> oui. Oui, I mean. When I looked up number one game in France, I got Lugue 1. And I don't even know what Lugue 1 is. Uh, wait, okay. Lugue <laughs> 1, officially known as Lugue 1 Uber Eats for sponsorship reasons, is a French professional league for men's associational football clubs. Snoozeville. <laughs> how about how about you get in some league? sounded kind of like Code Lyoko, and I got excited, because I was like, they did Code Lyoko, right? But I guess They not. did. The French made Code Lyoko. Thank you for that. Except that then, like, well, yeah, thanks. Except I didn't like the seasons where Alita was a real person, because I really saw myself in Jeremy being a little computer nerd, and all of a sudden he was Mac in 24-7, and I didn't like that, because I wasn't. <laughs> Dude, Jeremy smashed down on that computer. <laughs> And then she came out, and he was just smashing. And then fucking Tito would be like, he got to go to fight the evil Lyoko. And he was like, <laughs> was like face full in muff. And he was like, back home. Come back later. <laughs> uh, speaking, of, uh, speaking of that, time for our top two bottom boot medium mood. I'll kick us off with a really nice quick top toot. Toot-toot-toot-toot. Uh, I I'm so bad at going back to the trading post and claiming my prizes and I, like I've had a full chest for a while and I just now went back. You, you have month after month though, right? You yes, haven't yes, missed yes. out I on it. Okay, <laughs> I just wasn't feeling squawks. I got all my points, but I just let them sit there. Also, for the for the record, I believe if you don't claim your reward for the last one and the new one starts, it's still in the chest. Well, that's great to know. I hope I never reach that point. I'll be, <laughs> but I've been picking it up. Um, I finally got the broom today. It's fucking October 19th. I'm just now using the broom mount when I'm in Stormwind doing my shit. And it's awesome that it's instant cast like the other, like the other broom mount is. Um, so that's cool. I don't know. I like it. It's a great design. Everyone's broom riding around in the old world. I dig it. What about you, Aaron? What's your top two bottom boot, medium boot? Well, I have to say that I have a bottom boot. Oh, boot. And I just got to say, it's... They don't have my man Lyndon in the old ones. What, did did fucking Winston guy? Was he not there yet? Was he not there to revolutionize Commander Lyndon with his skills? They have proto-houndmaster Brawn. As soon as I saw him, I was like, oh boy, he's around here somewhere. And I scoured that whole courtyard dungeon looking for him, and he was nowhere. I think it's Snitched, like a, I say. I think it's like a year. I think it's like a time lapse. So maybe it's like a Degrassi Next Generation kind of thing where like they weren't born yet, you know? Or they were like in kindergarten. Ooh, he wasn't a commander at that point. He was just Private Linden. He was somewhere else. It wasn't until Old Heads mopped up all of the monastery that the, we were. They were like, we got to get some some real heavy hitters in here. Call my boy Lindo. Bring him in. Bring him in. New blood. Speaking of new blood, I'm kicking it to the hippinest, happiest member of the DNR crew. Immunization. It's me, the hippin' happenin' immunization of the vampire with a top two. <laughs> and it's basically just that... I really love that WoW is releasing these new music things. Like, this is, like, two weeks in a row that we've gotten, like, a different, like, last week we had, a, like, more lo-fi music, and then this week, they like, today, they just released a synthwave one on YouTube, and I just love this trend, and I hope they keep doing it, because I slurp this shit up. Slurping on, sipping on ass. Give us more songs. The next one will be TBC-themed. I don't know a single song in TBC that I want to listen to, but I'll listen to it if you remix them. Give me some Bladespire beats. Ooh, I like the sound of that. 
Speaking of liking the sound of things, I'm sure these folks like to hear their name at the end of the show. I'm talking about our $5 a month patrons. Those names include Command Sergeant Major Tajula, Fourth Host of the Podcast and Monkey, Ahoy Vince, NSYNC slash Drag Race, Azarin, Digital Dave, Mitch wants to remind everyone that Rathion isn't dirty, he's a literal child, Crucifix, Saracen Hawk, Jerome, Seisha Sen Soup, Gerlerner, the 5G Zombie, formerly known as Adorno, Raxity, the Rubik's Master, Gershom, Big Papa Crispy's Big Mama, Calcus, Wooly, Slide Whistle, Secret Stalker, tee hee hee hee. Muv, Adam N, Ickes, Vanderlyle, Slide Whistle says, Fuck Craig. And Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. We're out of here, we're leaving. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, send us an email at do not relentpod at gmail.com. What about you guys? Where can they find you on the internet? Well, you see, you can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex or on Blue Sky at Immunization. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter.com. I have a blue sky, but it's not interesting, so I won't give that one out yet. Uh, and you can watch me stream video games at Twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. When it comes to another pod, do not relent social media links. Just go to linktr.ee slash do not relent. That is linktr.ee slash do not relent. All of our socials could be found there. And with the power of Jada Pinkett Smith behind us, we say goodnight. And remember, another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmoore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. A true gamer embraces challenges as stepping stones to victory. Often when we play games, we see it as a form of escapism. But today, I'm asking you to not escape, to stay where you are. Think about your relationship with your friends, your family, and the games that you play. Does it bring you joy to be a capital G gamer? Or does it make you feel something else? Reflect on this, and I'll see you in the next chapter when I talk about attacking a guy with a switchblade.